Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Every week on Jordan, Jesse Go, we talk about 1970 skateboarding. Skateboarding before the 1980s. <laughs> From Dogtown. To Z boys, to Z boys, <laughs> just that yeah. narrow window. Yeah, but we're talking about and. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our favorite conjunction from skateboards that don't look like they should work to other skateboards that don't look like they should work in a slightly different way. Mm-hmm. Some are too fat, some are some are too thin. What's going on, skateboards from back then? Graphics with cool monsters. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it. This week, we're putting Santa Cruz on the map with a hand grabbing a thing. (laughs) Right? Wasn't it? The skateboard, Santa Cruz skateboards was a hand grabbing an eyeball or something? Boy, yeah. You know, we're just spinning our wheels with this show. Yeah? I mean, it's clear we've picked a topic that we don't know a lot about. (laughs) Right. Neither you or I skateboard. (laughs) No, sir. Not for me. We we, were not bored. I'm bored by the board. We... And I think your contempt for the whole thing shines through on this podcast. No, I'm doing, excited. Listen to me. we've been doing for 11 years. I'm here. I'm excited to talk you're, boards. You're, you're clearly not. Uh, there's bile in your voice that I think the Skates listener to text. Why don't we do this? Scrap the show. Skate Show's over. never bored. Show's over. Yeah. We'll, we'll, re- we'll retool. We'll go back to the drawing board. Board. Uh-huh. Oh God! I didn't. I didn't mean to put board in there. I'll let it skate this time. Oh God! Fuck! What a terrible show. We should have done this before. <laughs> Anyways, show's over. Right in the interim. Right because we need to fill this time. We already right. rented this studio. Let's take it forward through the eighties. Let's just chat today. Okay. We've got a guest in here. Uh, someone. That I think our audience really enjoys with a long list of impressive credits. She's totally radical. You don't have to. It's, it's gone. It's over. It's over. You can drop the facade. Radical. Whatever. Anyway, let's just chat today and then whatever and our new format time. is, whatever our new format is, I'm sure it will be specific uh-huh. and appealing. Mm-hmm. Something you can tell your friends about. Right. And it'll catch on really quick. It won't just be people sitting and talking for an hour. Oh or God, so. no, no. That's 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 no, no way one to do wants a to hear that. No yeah. way to do no a one, podcast. No so let's just that. scrap skateboarding of the seventies. Mm-hmm. Next week, something different, a new buzzy format, true crime maybe. Yeah. Um, just something I pulled out of pulled out of thin air. I think that I haven't I haven't heard of it, but I'm interested in learning more. Let's just chat today. Mm-hmm. But it's the only time we'll do this. Admittedly. Ill-considered format. Right. Okay. Should we introduce this guest that we have in here? God, I would love to. Beloved stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. comedy writer for television, Eliza Skinner. Hi. So do you guys not want to hear about my skateboard? <laughs> you have a skateboard? I've got a whole bunch of them. They're all from the 1970s, though, which wasn't really like the, the heyday of skateboarding. So I assume you don't want to hear about them. I know. Wow. We... Yeah. I mean, it was good of us to book you. Yeah. It was a good booking. <laughs> yeah. But you just happened to be here on the day that the format melted down. Oh, no. I'm really sorry. Do you have yeah. other interests? None. Just the one. That's it. Just the one. That's the only thing Skate I care boy. about. Skate boy. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I, no, wait. That's not true. I do. I, I also like wheels. 
Okay, well, that's um, similar. I like boards. Sure. Okay. You were married to Tony Alva briefly. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. do you feel about bearings? Uh, who, are we talking ball bearings? Because yeah. then I'm in. Okay, bad news. We're not talking about those. Oh, oh okay. Yikes. Yeah. I don't really know what What to about the... grip tape? <laughs> nope. Wait. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, that's 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 an '80s thing. That's, Got it. I'm uh, I'm I'm a, I'm a smooth clean board. Like <laughs> a smooth clean board. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep. Well, so does my too wife. Small. <laughs> I, like them, I like them too small. <laughs> Little teeny smoothies. Yeah. Where it's like, why, why do tricks with that? That's my thing. <laughs> Ooh, you're gonna roll an ankle mm-hmm. on that teeny smoothie. Yep. Yeah, that's my thing. <laughs> um. Eliza, when you came in today, the first thing I noticed yes. on your lapel sure. is a uh, a pin, an enamel pin mm-hmm. of the female gremlin the from Gremlins Two. Then the you sexy gremlin corrected me. Yes, immediately mm-hmm. the the. What I always knew is the female gremlin from Gremlins 2. I'll be honest. I did, too. Yeah. When I went into the, the store where I got it, mm-hmm. uh, they were like, which pin do you want? I was like, I would like the lady gremlin. They were like, lady gremlin? We don't have What are you talking those? about, what? you? And they're like checking their list. You they're like, lunatic? There's nothing. And then finally they were like, oh, oh you mean sexy gremlin. Yeah. I was like, I... Okay, I mean, you've made more of a character choice on her than I have. But yeah, yes. it's it's not the first time you've gotten that kind of snobby service at Bloomingdale's. It's though. true. <laughs> I'm like, come on, we're all just here trying to get our Gremlins pins, Bloomies. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I and I got one of these, and then I went on a trip. I <laughs> a trip to Europe. Mm-hmm. I lost it in Paris, and came home and was like, I can't not have my sexy Gremlin. Ordered sure. a second one. Nice. Yeah. That's good. So this is your you're on you're on sexy gremlin number two. Yep, this is sexy Grem- gremlins too. <laughs> I feel like that's when you know you are a grown up member of the middle class. Yeah, that is you when can you lose lose or break something, mm-hmm. and you just replace it. Mm-hmm. You say, "I'm not going to worry about this in between." That's why I have I'm a job. Just, I'm going to have to replace this. Mm-hmm. As this is, these are for necessity, life yeah, necessities. Yeah, yeah, I can't like sexy gremlin pins. <laughs> so I'll just get a new one. The first time that I dropped my phone and broke the screen, and then immediately took it to the repair store, gave them my seventy-five dollars, and they put a new one on. I felt like the richest man in the world. <laughs> I felt like a Russian oligarch mm-hmm. who'd stolen mineral rights in 1991 from Boris Yeltsin. Mm-hmm. Did you, know, you immediately I had a... smash it to the ground? So you yes. <laughs> Again! I have all power! It's like in uh, it's like in Mad Men where Don Draper would, would just drink his cocktail and then he'd just Go to the waiter and go do this again. Yeah. <laughs> that, but for a cracked phone. <laughs> you know, I had a similar experience this weekend. Okay. I couldn't find the cat's nail clippers. Oh, uh-huh. wow. So it's I went exactly on Amazon and ordered a two pack. Later in the day, I found the clippers. I didn't cancel. I'm just going to get those. You're rich with clippers. I'm going to have so many clippers. I'm going to put them. Here's the, here's the strategy. Okay. Usually the clippers are in a little cubby under the coffee table mm-hmm. right. because that's where the cat likes to relax. Right. Mm-hmm. You like to surprise him with it. I like to surprise her, yes, with the worst thing that happens to her. <laughs> yep. And so, you know, she'll relax on the couch and I'm like, yeah. you're in this relaxed state. Now's a good time for a Hi-ya. nail clipping. Yes. But she relaxes in other places. The bedroom. Oh. Mm-hmm. The hallway. Oh, <laughs> yeah. These got, are the three places in my house. We got a, we're going to have a bedroom pair of clippers? Yeah. A hallway clipper? And just so wherever she's relaxing, I can take advantage of the situation. Oh, so you're making it a nightmare for her. Yes. No, yes. There's no, <laughs> there's there's no, no place is safe. safe. 
There's also just an electric clipper that swings on a rope. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's like a Home Alone situation. Yeah. I've set up traps, yeah. but they clip her nails. I watched Home Alone the other day. Oh, yeah? With the kids? Yeah, with uh, my children. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely... There is way less... I think Home Alone, if it were it made in 2018, would be... I mean, I guess it would be two and a half hours long because all movies are two and a half hours long now. But it would be 70% cans hitting Joe Pesci and 10% the, the, the montage where he's so excited that he doesn't have parents. And then like 5% other things. Well, but wouldn't it – if it happened today, wouldn't it just be his parents like texting him and being like, hey – you were coming home. This is who you can go to. And like texting a neighbor and being like, come over and take care no, of our kids. No, because the texts are out. Text, oh, texts aren't cool anymore? No, yeah, Home Alone would have to, have no, to happen. They're, they're down. They're and broken. I'm just, just the texts oh, aren't here. The text okay. lines all, fell all, in the blizzard. All, of the, uh, all the towers are down. It's going to take it's a like week a, or two, ma'am. It's like a worldwide disaster. Right, so it's, yeah. it's less Home Alone if it happened now and more like Mad Max. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, sure. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. yeah. And then Kevin has to fight off Ravagers <laughs> to protect his store <laughs> of clean water. To get to the, yeah, exactly. To get to the water. Right. Sure. And protect the, the, the women and, the, and, the, and their potential babies. Of course. I was shocked. At the, at the uh, Home Alone Fury Road. Home Alone Fury Road, <laughs> and he has a metal arm. <laughs> I was we don't shocked. Don't find his name until halfway through. Imperator Kevin Arnold. What's your name? I don't have a name. <laughs> okay, it's Kevin Arnold. Yeah, uh, I was. Was that, Ke- was that Kevin's last name in Home Alone? Oh, I don't know. I think that's right. Okay, mm. Kevin. Anyway, I I was shocked at how little cans hitting faces there was. Kevin oh, McAllister. McAllister. Who's Kevin Arnold? Is that is that uh, the guy I know? Is that no? Is that Wonder Years? One, the Wonder, Wonder years. years. Okay, I liked him better anyway. Yeah. I'm, I'm all right with that. Mistake. But what I'm saying is, you wanted more like, cans hitting faces. There's like 15 minutes of that, and the rest of the movie is real boring for little yeah. kids. You know Just what that's super like? Boring. Well, but it's an important story about a lonely old man, right? Uh, yeah, there's a... Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, the pigeon man! The pigeon mm-hmm. man oh, no, the church scene goes yeah, on... Pigeons in two. Pigeons in two. Yeah. Original flavor... Just lonely snowman. Man. Okay, yeah. snow shovel man. Like the volume of his, like the his speech has to be three pages, three pages on in the script. Wow! Like he just goes on and on and on. He does a, the actor does a wonderful job. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I one thing that I Idris was impressed great by in everything. <laughs> yeah. One thing I was a... impressed by with Home Alone is everybody in it is really great. I mean, you figure Catherine O'Hara is great. But Macaulay Culkin is actually really great. Yeah. He does a really fantastic job. Mm-hmm. And Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern are both really great. Sure, top Joe Pesci game. particularly, like, really brings a lot to it. Oh, yeah, he commits. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you think that uh, that three-page script, are you sure it wasn't uh, improvised? It wasn't like the uh, the, 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 the <laughs> monologue in Jaws? Yeah, right. He was just like, roll the camera. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to talk about these bodies in the Japanese ocean. I got this. And that's, and that's what happens when you work, at, when you work with... Snow shovel weirdo. Yeah, you do one take, you get the you get the yeah, lines. Yeah, that's what's that's what we wrote. Now, what do you have? Now play. Mm-hmm. Just we're gonna roll. We're gonna have let fun you play. with it. Jordan Eliza, I have big news. Oh gosh, the year is two thousand eighteen. Mm-hmm. Now Ooh, the future. <laughs> regular Jordan Jesse Go listeners is food pills. <laughs> uh, do we live in tubes? <laughs> Regular Are the tubes filled with food pills? <laughs> what if the tubes? Um, My tube is named Rachel. <laughs> you said, give me the Rachel. Yeah. 
She's my friend. <laughs> Too stupid. <laughs> They're trying to do a stupid thing here. Sorry, we're out stupiding your stupid thing. Yeah. <laughs> Stay on stupid track. My tubes, Louise. <laughs> Ooh, you got a girl tube. I got a, you know, I mean, I don't see gender. Sure, sure. I just see a tube. Hey, time's up. Yeah. Okay, so regular Jordan Jesse Go listeners know that each year mm-hmm. we, <coughs> excuse me, regular Jordan Jesse Go listeners know that every year we offer an inspirational motto or mantra. Yeah, I helped with the gorilla one one year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm your year starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yay, you're a, Eliza. You're a, <laughs> you're a classic guest. Uh, last year's slogan was "Let's punch a blimp." Yeah. Um, it represented both a spirit of community mm-hmm. and of uh, seizing the day mm-hmm. and of contempt for lighter-than-air vehicles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a lot of fun with that. Probably uh, the highlight was when we found out that we had a listener whose father was the Goodyear executive in charge of the Goodyear blimp. Did somebody punch the blimp? Probably the low light of the year was when that didn't get us anywhere near the Goodyear blimp. Yeah, total mm. bullshit. Yeah, that was a that was a real garbage I pile. Hope, I hope they're not listening now. Yeah, I hope they just tuned out forever. Yeah, they're not. They're not. And they welcome. realized what a failure they were. Yeah. Well, what a failure their Take father your was for go home. getting transferred <laughs> to another department. Certainly. Yeah. Are there other departments at Goodyear? Yeah. Well, they make tires. I've never heard of them. Okay. I would love it if Goodyear was a blimp manufacturing company and the Goodyear blimp was Goodyear an advertisement blimps. for Michelin how makes good their a guide for food. That's it. <laughs> um, so every year and we, horrible tube men. Yeah. Every year we have a, such a slogan yeah. that's designed to keep us focused and empowered throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Anytime you face adversity, challenges, difficulty. Problems, problematics, mm. uh, aromatics. Mm. Like you're, if you're out of aromatics and you're about to roast a chicken, sure. Oof, what do you, you know, put you, inside of it? Yeah, what kind of problem can you stuff in there? Yeah, you're going <laughs> to need some onions and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so this year is no different. I do have a slogan in mind. Now. Yeah. We've, we've talked a little over text about this slogan. Right. Uh-oh. Uh, you've got something in mind. Yeah. I want to just bring up something that happened today. Okay, can I can I share something that oh, was? God, is this like a couples counseling? That was. <laughs> oh yeah, you. We we thought you were interested in two things: skateboarding <laughs> of the seventies and helping couples, helping couples yeah. on the Are way to communication. Are you not an MFT? I thought uh, you were Eliza Skinner MFT. No, marriage no, and family I am a therapist. Girl Scout Gold Award recipient. Great. So. Ooh, yeah, wait, wait, wait. So okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. What do you got to do to get that gold award? Oh, you got to put together a drama weekend for younger scouts <laughs> at the council. Hell yes. Hell That's, yes. I mean, I did it. What did? What, okay, drama weekend. Sure. How rent medley? I'm just no, guessing here. No, just no. guessing. Rent no. medley. Uh, I had speakers come in. Uh, I had actors, directors, uh, a, a choreographer come in. Oh, do nice. some Q and A's. Yeah. Had them uh, write some scripts. Put can on we guess? Shows can themselves. we guess who came in? Yes. Rip Torn. Yes, he did. <laughs> Great. Mm-hmm. Jordan, you got to guess. Nope. Rip Taylor. <laughs> Both of them. It was confusing. Because yeah. I would write people's names on their, their water cups. And oh. would just say Rip. And Rip. they were like, yeah. oh, is it mine? Is it mine? Just put Rip T. Oh, oh wait. Yikes. Yeah. Can, can I guess another one? Okay, sure, sure, sure. Rip Clooney? Uh, yes, Rip Clooney. No I, one knew. I call him, I call 
George Clooney, Rip. Yeah, that was when he was going by Rip. Because we're friends. Yeah, well, was he was going by Rip among his close circle of friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rip, me and Richard Kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, is, uh, was Rip kind? Yes. <laughs> yep. All the Rips. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a Rip fest. It was a Rip curl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I just want to acknowledge that we received an unsolicited suggestion for rude. our slogan for yeah. 2018. That's rude. Wait to be solicited. However, I was so impressed by it that I didn't want to let it pass unmentioned. Mm. To the point where I was, I'm almost prepared to declare it an honorary slogan for mm. 2018. Kind of a sub-slogan? Yeah. Okay. That's a slogan? It's from someone on Twitter named Will. Mm-hmm. Oh, that narrows it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the Will the... Mm-hmm. Uh, he tweeted, uh, this is his submission for 2018, if we're still looking for a mantra. Um, and he said, I, I had a dream last night where I found out that people said, get on the pot pie interchangeably with get on the same page. So get on the pot pie. Would get be. on the pot pie. We all have to get on the pot pie. Shit or get off the pot pie? I would be willing just to cont- promise that in the future on Jordan Jesse Go, in situations where we might otherwise say get on the same page, mm-hmm. we'll say get, get on, on the, the pot, pot pie. pie. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That's inviting for guests also. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to mention listeners. Yeah. What we need I... is more alienating nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like listeners enjoy that. Yeah. They're like that's our secret code. I get that. We have the glossary in our brains of Jordan <laughs> Jesse Go. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it is like I feel like they say Whereas you should pick. Whereas Byron Barrett stop, they don't go for that. The dark version of this podcast from yeah. Earth Two. Mm-hmm. I feel like they say you shouldn't pick like a cultural reference right. uh, as a password because people could guess it. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you can't. Like you a, shouldn't like show me the money or something like damn that. Daniel. Mm-hmm. Damn Daniel. Damn Daniel. Now you exactly. guys know. I'll, I'll know my password. Mm-hmm. No, you're supposed to use numbers. Mm-hmm. Mine is Damn Daniel sixty nine. <laughs> Sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's Damn Daniel 420. Oh, oh you're the know. one who got it. Hi. Yeah. Um, you know, those Damn Daniel kids are lookers. I'd like to see them 69. <laughs> they're children. I what think the they're probably adults. And if they're not, I feel bad. And Brian should edit this out. Let's check on the age of the Damn Daniel kids. If they're 18, I want to see them 69. If not, Edit this out. <laughs> Don't edit any of it out. <laughs> I have no power here. <laughs> we got to get on this. We got to get on the pot pie. We got to get on the pot pie. We are off. We are so far away from the pot pie. They're not eighteen. Born in 2001. Oh, Born in 2001. Boy. They're That's six horrible. years old. Yeah. That's horrible. Uh, how about 16. this? Okay, 16. I'd like to see them 69 say, eventually. <laughs> for me, for a split second, it was 2007. <laughs> and that's so telling for me. That's where I live. It's cool. Let's all flat iron our hair. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good look. So I just want to acknowledge, get on the Where our pie. belts a little sideways. Mm. Anyway. Jordan, our white belt. you said you had something that had occurred to your So uh, this morning I was hiking because I'm an Ugh. active Angelino. Gross. I love the outdoors, Ugh. documentaries, <laughs> craft beers. <laughs> God, I love docs. Um, 
Anyway. Have you seen that doc about craft beers and hiking? <laughs> I have. Okay. And I had some problems with it. I have a lot of problems with it. Perfect. Perfect response. Yes. Good. Oh, you hate a thing aimed at you? <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, it, was a nice, it was a nice hike, really lively crowd out today. Um, uh, it was kind of a nice, I mean, if this guy's listening, I got a nice, hey, Jordan Morris from the other side of the road. It was a man. Were you hiking on a road? Uh, oh, no. It was kind of, it's like around the <laughs> local reference. It's the Silver Lake Reservoir. Oh, so okay. it's divided So up. you were on a walk. Uh, it was a walk. You're okay. right. No, I'm calling a walk a hike. I'm sorry. I'm no, no, no. There's no incline. I, anyway, okay. it was a walk. I was on, I'm not, listen. So you had your Nice guy <laughs> says hi. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a man. He's wearing a, a shirt in the Guitar Hero font that said Accordion Hero. Ooh. I don't know specifically what he was saying, wh- how this man knew me. I'm assuming Jordan Jesse Go because of the shirt. It's a shirt <laughs> someone who listens to our show would wear. <laughs> then, if he had been wearing one of those Drake Owl shirts, you would have just thought that it was... It's like, fr- did I buy a coffee from him? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, this is a man I bought coffee from. Uh, and then, so, you know, I'm kind of in that in that zone of like... You know, saying hi, everybody's around, like, hello, this is a friendly space. And then kind of someone runs past and then immediately does that thing where they pivot and turn around and run backwards and looked at me. It's an older man dressed in layers, which one of – it was like a – Was he a time traveler? It was a gray sweatsuit and like yellow shorts. And he he had to tell you something from the future. And he had a a poster under his arm. I'm right. (laughs) This all points to Time Traveler. Yes. I've got to tell you about 2019's labor rules. Sure, sure. Look, I made a poster. Sure, here's, what, here's how to do the Heimlich maneuver. Yes. You're allowed to take this time off. Employees still must wash hands before returning to work. He turns around, looks me right in the eye, and yells, Regime, ta- regime change now. Smash the system. And then turns around and jogs off. <laughs> That's a time traveler. I, it was a bit yeah. at first, but that for sure is. It's got to be. Yeah. He's like, we got to get it started now or it never happens. Well, it, I'm, it, I'm delivering the message to the world. I'm delivering his message. Good work. At the time, did you, or do you feel like you looked 420 friendly? I may have, yeah. <laughs> I may have looked like I had recently blazed. <laughs> that might be your issue. Yeah. You're going to get more slogans yelled at you, Jordan. It's true. So, you know, I mean, I did. I, well, you also have that slogan guy t-shirt. That's true. <laughs> Tell me your slogans. Hashtag slogan guy. Right. Hashtag slogan guy. <laughs> so, anyways, I mean, I mean, I'm sure what you have is really good, but if for some reason it's not up to snuff, we can always use regime change now. Smash the system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's here's what I have. You know, I think 2017 was a very difficult year for a lot of people. What? Who? A lot of people. Here <laughs> yeah, States. I had a great year. <laughs> Um. <laughs> I had such a fun time under my rock. <laughs> I had a I had a great year. Oh, by the way, I should mention I'm a corporate fat cat. Yeah, good job, Ooh. Jordan. Boo! Hiss <laughs> like a cat would. Yeah. A lot of people say that we're the new Le Show with Harry Shearer mm. because of our mm. bent towards satire mm. and, and long stretches of psychedelic music. <laughs> It's Dan Rather impressions. It's cutting and yet peppy. <laughs> I want satire and washboard playing. Mm. 
Is there a public radio show for me? If Dan Rather mm. and sure. Tom Brokaw mm. hosted the news together. Oh, I thought you were going to say made out. This is what I think. Yeah, let's see them, 69. <laughs> yeah. Can you check if they're 18? <laughs> yeah, check and see if Dan Rather's 18. If so, I want to see him 69. Uh, yeah, what's that frequency, Kenneth? Huh? <laughs> wow, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm hey. smart. Yeah. So I, I think um, given that it, 2017 was difficult for a lot of sure, people. Sure, 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 sure. I'll take your word for it. We want a slogan that will give people, I think, a kind of peaceful, stable, centered strength. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, and so I started thinking about what are the symbols of that sort of Pacific strength. Mm. Um, that, that kind West of strength? power yeah. that comes from the inside. Mm. Um, uh, yes. Salt. Yeah. Salt crystal lamps. <laughs> and what exactly? <laughs> Our slogan is salt crystal lamps. <laughs> Our slogan is things from the Korean yes. home goods store. <laughs> As nonsense is meaningful. Mm-hmm. That's the slogan. <laughs> um, I, I was thinking about giving people that powerfully grounded feeling. Mm. Um, And the symbols, Mm. I I came up with two beautiful symbols, I think. Mm -hmm. One is the rock. Mm. The mountain. The mountain. The mountain. mountain. No, we trusted Dwayne the Rock Johnson until in 2017 he betrayed us by saying that he was seriously thinking about running for president. I mean, he's going to – He the only way he would be beaten would be if Blake Shelton also ran. <laughs> <laughs> they got to team up. Put the same, you split the ticket. Like, yeah. that's that. That's what you call splitting the ticket. Yeah, Unbeatable. that's like when I ran for student body president, but I convinced Alice Sue to run for student body vice president because people liked and trusted her. Mm. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So uh, she ended up going to Stanford. Hope you're out there having fun, Alice Sue. Nice lady. Uh, so, uh, powerful symbols. The rock. First stability. of all, the rock, the mountain. Mm-hmm. It is immovable. It is quiet and peaceful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's also very Fu- powerful. Funnier than you'd expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Does yeah. a pretty good job with comedy. Yeah, yeah. good job in Reno 911, the movie. <laughs> Able to transition from genres. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Has an HBO show still, I think. Yes, ballers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, had to check that yeah. with my brain. <laughs> yeah. Um, so first of all, that that was the first symbol. Right. But then I thought this isn't solely about stability. Mm-hmm. It's also about a kind of constant power. Okay. So what I settled on as a symbol for um, the power that flows from and through every one of us was the river. Um, so we're going from I am a rock to uh, Johnny Mitchell's river. <laughs> yeah. So the river is the river seems powerless, but through its constancy, through its perseverance, it's able to gouge its own way through the hardest rock. Very masculine, feminine thing happening here. Thank you very much. Mm. Thank you very much. I personally. Would say that gender is a spectrum, but oh, I, I appreciate your okay. okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> so I started thinking. I started playing with those ideas: the rock and the river. And it also just so happens that a listener named Michael Lopez had tweeted at me a phrase that just came out of my mouth. I mean, as though I was Mrs. 
Noah's Arcade. I just opened my mouth <laughs> and out it came. Uh, or on an earlier episode. And I thought, well, this fits our themes perfectly. Uh, it's a beautiful expression of power. Mm-hmm. I think you're right that it captures the uh, the dual modes of humanity, uh, masculinity and femininity, which in a way are that re- all of us, yeah, that exactly is in, are inside each and every one of us in a complex interplay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is each truly, one of us. Listen, I think maybe this is a little bit hard to grasp. Right. Okay. I think within each of us sure. mm-hmm. is a sexy gremlin uh-huh. and an electricity gremlin. Wow. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Sometimes some would say um, a, a, a professor gremlin. Uh, sure. And a bat gremlin. Mm-hmm. So many gremlins. <laughs> are we pitching and Hulk a, Hogan? <laughs> are we yep. pitching a gremlins-based reboot of Herman's Head? <laughs> wow, that's complicated. <laughs> yeah. I would do it though. Yeah. Yeah. I wait. No, I think that was uh, that was that. Pixar movie, wasn't it? Oh, that's yeah. We're just talking about Inside Out. Yeah, at this Inside point. Out was oh, a yeah. Gremlins based. Yeah, I don't Sorry. know if you've seen it, but yeah. no, I didn't see it's it. But I understand. Gremlins, Got yeah. it. Okay, thank you. Um, so Michael was kind enough to remind me of something that had just slipped out of my mouth in recent weeks that he felt would be a, a suitable slogan for 2018, and I agree. Um, so I'm proposing. To you, Jordan, and to a lesser extent to you. I have no say. <laughs> Eliza. Well, you'll be leaving later. Mm-hmm. Jordan lives here. Right. Yes. <laughs> here, yeah. in, here in the shed, right? Yeah. yeah not, a, not a great year for me. Uh... <laughs> uh, the slogan is, hard as a rock, wet as a river. Hard as a rock, wet as a river? Like, what's yeah. that about? Right. We, I just went through the whole symbolism it of it. It seems like it's about fucking, like, pretty bald <laughs> no. face. First of all, I yeah. want to be clear. Okay. This is not intended to be sexual. No, no, no. It's, it's not about sex. It's a rock and wet it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. Right, for, for big sorry. hard things and, and wet soft things. I'm sorry if I'm capable of thinking in an abstract way, sorry if I'm not literal, but sorry, sorry if figurative language is one of the tools in my writer's tool chest. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Well, apology accepted. <laughs> um, Here's my thing. I don't think it tells people what to do to the system. Should right. we blindly go along with it? Mm. Right. Or... Should we? I don't know. I don't know. What else could we do to the system? I don't. Was I, it resist now? What was it? What was yours? It was uh, regime change now. Regime change now. Smash the system. Ah, uh, yes. Colon. What smash if the it system. was hard as a rock, wet as a river? Smash the system. It's a lot. It's a variety of things. Mm-hmm. But it falls into our classic pitfall. <laughs> <laughs> Simply too many things. combining two mm-hmm. different things that we like both of. <laughs> there you go. But I mean, I think I that like if, you wanted, to, if you wanted to, if you wanted to, you know, you could continue the sexual metaphor. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, what if the system is your lover's orifice? Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. and you want to smash it, sure, in a pleasurable way. That would probably work for your definition of what makes an appropriate slogan. Mm-hmm. From my perspective. I would not like to have a sexual slogan. That's mm. why I That's thought so put. long and hard yeah. about picking long and hard powerful and deep and tight and symbolic wet. meanings. Mm-hmm. Right. The okay. the strength of the mountain mm-hmm. and the 
constancy of the mighty river. That's that's my proposal for 2018. My slogan for this year yes. um, is uh, no one to hold them, no one to fold them. Mm. Oh, wow. What's yeah. the now what 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 inspired that? I mean, Kenny Rogers, obviously. Yeah, fully. Yeah. Just like over the past year, I feel like tr- staying in situations um, both like personally, like socially and uh, job wise, career wise. Sure. Um, where I'm like, maybe things will get better or change and instead of being like, this is what the situation is. Am I going to hold it? Am I going to fold it? Mm. Mm. Move on to the next. Don't be afraid like, to fold. Well, yeah, there's always a next thing, and you can't get to it until you fold. Mm-hmm. So, like that. I mean, that's the whole game. That's the gambler. That's the whole thing with poker, right? Getting to the next hand, and so then maybe you... you can move on to start your chain of roasted chicken restaurants. Exactly, Eliza Skinner's Roasters. <laughs> it's mostly chicken fingers. <laughs> yeah, they can play piano. <laughs> well, Brian was worked very hard. Making a uh, uh, hard as a rock, wet as a river t-shirt. Hey, man, I'm into how sexy it is. I'll say that. I was pointing out that it was sexy, but yeah, man. Thank Let's you. Let's have a year. It's not Where a... People, you don't, don't be like, mm, I'm not sure about anything. No. Go hard as a rock or wet as a river. One yeah. of the two or both. I mean... It, or fold them. Or fold them. Or fold them. I'm not going <laughs> to tell anyone how to use the slogan. But again, I just want to emphasize it is not sexual mm-hmm. in nature. It's inspirational. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, get it tattooed on your tits. This <laughs> is about this is about peaceful power. Which are used to feed children. Sure. Publicly. Publicly. And the power of perseverance. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. This isn't about hot, hard... Cox. No, yeah. Or whatever you guys are talking about. It's not about anonymous sex outside of bars. No. It's not about dirty sliz and bad daddies. No. There's an element of sliz in it. I'm not going to say. There's just a soup song of sliz. Oh, oh, it's. But it's 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 an owned sliz. Yeah. It's like a. It's fully empowered sliz. Yeah. Empowered sliz. That's what gives it that punch when you throw it in there. Sure. It's slizzy. I would say maybe a parenthetical slogan underneath all of this for the year Empowered sliz. Empowered sliz. Yeah. Um, The shirt. Meow. The shirt. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. I. I was worried that people would misinterpret the slogan. Sure. That they would think that it was sexual when, again, it's not sexual. Not it's at not all. any more sexual than the Boner Society was sexual mm-hmm. all those years ago on this program. Yeah. It's, it's about aspiring to be a better human being, it's mm-hmm. about building yourself up. Sure. Um, and so I'm not, we're not going to have the, the, the words are not going to be on the t shirt. Okay. But you'll know what the words are when you see the symbols. A mighty mountain. Okay. And a With two little mountains <laughs> right at the base. And a deep rushing river. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. That like like takes philosophy classes from the mountain. Mm-hmm. Like sits in the front row. <laughs> is this a, are we into your what? live journal what? now? No. What are we talking about? Is no. this an episode of Red Shoe Diaries? Okay. <laughs> Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's behind a paywall, so I can't say anything else. But it is it is available to you for two weeks only at maxfunstore.com. So I just want everyone to know it's not going to have the words on it. But if you see it, you'll know what it means because you know about symbolism. You're not a lunkhead 
literalist who thinks uh, everything's everything's about sex. Excuse me, <clears throat> if I was a literalist, I would think it was about a, a rock and a river. I am poetic, so sure. that's how I know it's <laughs> yeah. about sex. Mm-hmm. Got it. So there we go. Also, as I said, it's about gender. It's about we all contain hard rocks and wet it's rivers true. within us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree Let's with that. Let's not let anyone else decide which we have uh, more or less of. Yeah. Let's let them all rush along uh, amongst each other. You know it. Check in with yourself. How much? How many Bear rocks deserts, you got? Fertile in Fertile valleys. Rivers. Every kind of what kind of terrain? Trucks, terrain. Of <laughs> <laughs> what kind of crescent you got in there? Fertile mm-hmm. or barren? Yeah. Oh, ouch. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, check. You got to ch- check in with your body. Hey, man. Our I, bodies, ourselves. That's what I say. I committed to my career. Yeah. <laughs> and if we're hey, we're talking about the fertile crescent. <laughs> Don't neglect the hanging gardens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know I won't. Yeah. One of the seven wonders. Okay, right, 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 we'll right. be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hi, I'm Ben. And I'm Adam. And we host The Greatest Generation. And uh, we're here to announce a new show. The Greatest Discovery is Maximum Fun's new podcast about the new Star Trek series, Star Trek Discovery. We're going to be recapping every single episode. It's going to be a limited-run podcast, and we hope you'll join us. It's a show that we're really excited to watch, and we're really excited to talk about it and provide our signature and fart joke coverage of a new entry in the Star Trek franchise. So if you like irreverence, adult humor... Irreverence again. <laughs> and Star Trek, we really hope you'll join us on Tuesdays on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcast to The Greatest Discovery. Oh, they made us edit dick out of the last promo that we submitted, so... You should keep that part in the promo. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Eliza Skinner, clankety car. <laughs> yeah, fucking sweet. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, clankety along. Fucking Eliza Skinner just blew the fucking roof off this joint. Clankety, clankety, clankety. clankety. <laughs> 2018's gonna be great. I'm on the way. <laughs> <laughs> fucking System clankety. System smashed. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> Uh, Jordan, we've got some sponsors on this week's program. We sure do. You know, hiring is hard, Jordan. It should be easier. I'm a small business owner. I can tell you this. Hiring is hard. Either it's nobody walking through your door or everybody and their uncle. Yeah. That's why if you've got a problem like Jesse's, you need some hiring, you're going to want to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. Yeah, what it, what happens when you go to ZipRecruiter.com Zip slash Recruiter. JJGo? ZipRecruiter posts your job to over 100 job boards with just one click. Then they actively look for the most qualified candidates and invite them to apply. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Right now, you can post your jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. We're also brought to you this week by our friends at Stitch Fix. Sweater weather's here. 
Yes! But yes! if your last year's layers are feeling tired, give your closet a wake-up call with help from the style experts at Stitch Fix. Wake up. It's your pals at Stitch Fix. <laughs> wake up. Get a sweater today. Wake up. It's coming in the mail for you. Wake up. You're getting a deal today. <laughs> That's great. You're not the only one that can improvise songs, Eliza Skinner. Oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true, actually. Uh, Stitch yeah, it's Fix. probably better than some Elliot did on the Flophouse. <laughs> it's a doubt. Yeah, on par. <laughs> on par, I'd say. Uh, Stitch Fix is a new way to shop for clothes that does all the work for you. You go online, you answer questions about your sizes, favorite styles, and your budget. Any personalized stylist will pick five pieces based on your preferences and send them to your door. You only pay for what you keep. No subscription required and no club to join. Get started now. Stitchfix.com slash JJGo. You get 25% off when you keep all five items. That's Stitchfix.com slash JJGo. Stitchfix.com slash JJGo. Hey, Eliza, you're headed to SF Sketchfest too, right? I am. That's true. We're going to be there this very week, Friday night, January 12th. 10.30 p.m. at the Gateway Theater. It used to be the Eureka Theater. It's probably where you've come to see us before, if you've come to see us before. Yeah, 25 bucks. we got great guests on that show. Andy, Andy Richter, Richter from Conan. Oh, what a delight he is. Yeah. One of uh, the most delightful. But the delights don't stop there. We also got Allison Rosen from the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend mm-hmm. podcast. And we have the hip-hop salsa sounds of Bionics. Yeah, Ooh. it's going to be a great show. Uh, SF Sketch Fest shows always are. Jesse, you're going to be doing the Judge Don Hodgman podcast the night before. Yeah, that's opening night, January 11th at the Castro Theater. We also have a really great music guest on that show. I cannot say who it is, uh, but she is on this week's Bullseye. Okay. I can say that. Mm, you yeah. have to listen to find out or look at the listing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, I'm going to be on the Obsessed podcast, January 13th, 8 p.m. at the Piano Fight main stage. Uh, that's going to be a blast. Our buddy Joseph Scrimshaw hosts that. He's a hilarious dude. The topic is going to be cats versus dogs. It's going to get oh, ugly. Oh, wow. What side are you? Cats. Yeah, you are. Yeah. That's when you, that's when you, fucking, that's when you know you're fucking holding the big guns for the live show at Sketchfest. Fucking cats versus dogs. Yeah, smart yeah. doesn't get any scans. realer than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eliza, you're actually going to be on uh, my wife Teresa Thorne's show, uh, One Bad Mother, that's alongside true. Biz Ellis. They're stoked about that. Yes. Ha- have you told them that you don't have any children? I did. Okay. When they asked me to do it, I wrote them back and was like, but I don't have children. Are you aware of that? And they were like, yes, we're not idiots. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> We want you to be on the show anyway. A woman and with no like, children? Fair enough. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I it's going to be awesome. They, they, I just heard, this is not public information, the topic may be swears. Ooh, I love swearing. That's, this is not confirmed. That's a rumor I heard a good from a highly placed source. <laughs> I won't say who. Mm-hmm. It's got to be Biz, right? It was Kara. Yeah. <laughs> it was Kara, the producer. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm really excited about it. that's the weekend of the 19th, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And you must be doing a bunch of stuff while you're up I there. I am. Uh, I'm going to be doing set list and brouhaha on the 19th, um, and then on Saturday the 20th I'm doing shit arcade. But before that, at eight o'clock, I'm doing my show, Skinner Box. Yeah. Uh, which is an improvised musical. It's a full length improvised musical, um, with, and I have a different guest every time. My guest this time is going to be Aaron Whitehead from uh, Wild Horses, who's very funny. Yeah, and absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, and with our music, uh, the musical director for the show is going to be um, Avery Pearson. It's going to be really fun. I'll imp- we'll improvise a musical. It'll blow your hearts out your butts. Every time you just make up the songs every time. Yes, that's true. As you go on along. Yes. Every time. 
Yeah, you're saying it's you're the saying it's song like this. It's like it's like this but that we love. Yeah, it'll be. It's like a show where you think you know where it's going, then it doesn't go that way at all, and everyone thinks they know what is happening, but they didn't make the curtain call. They don't know the things that. Yeah, all that shit. <laughs> Can you sing a song? All about... that shit. Can you sing a song about letters, please? <laughs> we need to do some punch ups on another podcast. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it'll cost you. God damn it! Uh, yeah, sorry. No, don't request come cheap. Cost don't money. Come cheap. Okay, but SF Piano Fest. Come to see it. SF Sketch Fest uh, this weekend. Jordan, Jesse, go. Judge John Hodgman and Obsessed. Next weekend, uh, Eliza Skinner's musical box. Skinner box. Skinner box. Mm. Named after the BF Skinner Skinner box. Yeah. There you go. Is the cat dead? You'll have to come to the show to find out. Different Is that it? Oh, different box. That's yeah. the Schrodinger's cat. There you go. Yeah. You will kill a cat in the show, though, right? Every cat. Yeah. Good. Every cat. Every show. <laughs> Every kill all the cats. Well, yeah, that's it's, a hard it's one like, to keep up because once you've killed all the cats. No, Andrew Lloyd Webber set the bar, and uh-huh. that's what I hit for every okay. night. You know, they now take I them read to a the book heavy side layer. Now I read a book that says you need to save the cat. Is that uh-huh. that's for screenplay? Oh, that's okay, okay. Yeah, for a musical, anyone you find, you kill it, um, and it becomes uh, Grizabella. <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan <laughs> Jesse Go. La, la, la. It's Jordan, Jesse Co. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Eliza Skinner, clankety car. <laughs> <laughs> will Will a guest beat that nickname this year? Oh no! my God, no way! I gotta tell you guys, I know you're committed to this hosting thing, but being a guest <laughs> I'm on not. the show means that you get to come up with a new one every yeah. time, clankety and that's pretty fun. Car. Pretty good. Uh, I've been a magical pony. I've been all kinds of things on the show. So yeah. We like to create a safe space to explore. Clankety tankity clankety clankety. <laughs> You're gonna be mad at your car later that it's not clankety, aren't yeah. you? Not clankety enough. Too smooth a ride. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna trade in my Prius for a Model T. Can I can I offer an action item for this week? Please. There's something that I want people to call in on. So a few weeks ago on the show, we had a discussion about uh losing things inside bodies. Mm-hmm. I think I complained that like butts that has to be butts, right? Yeah, well, butts Typically. are mostly butts, but mm-hmm. down the mouth hole could happen. Oh, okay. Um, inside of uh, a lady's hole. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. <laughs> I lost a uh, I lost an earphone doohickey in my ear one time. No, oh, you really? Did not. Oh, All the way inside. It was terrifying. Oh wow. my god! What do you mean? Was it like the screen from the? You know the little the little um, rubber knob that sometimes the yeah. earphones will yeah, have yeah. the. Oh gosh! Uh, I have to. Oh, I guess I have to tell the story now. Okay. How was this not part of the story last time you guys talked about losing things and bodies? Maybe it hadn't happened yet. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, so uh, real quick, I was on a plane. Oh, we were coming back from uh, the London Podcast Festival. Yeah, a lot of fun. Great. Uh, so sometimes I'll just put in my earbuds uh, on a plane. You know. To, People do that. To, to, you in know, case somebody for... asks you if you're a comedian. Sure, yeah. Uh, to account for chatting, babies, etc. Plain noises. You just put the earbuds in. Everything's a little less bad. Sure. So I have these buds in, not really listening to anything, and I nod off. And then uh, and then I kind of wake up a couple of minutes later, and I, I yank the buds out. And I notice that the little rubber piece isn't on the buds anymore. And I'm kind of like feeling around for it. And then I kind of like... Do that, and I'm like, oh my god, it's in my ear. So I I go in to get it out, and I cannot 
feel it except for a little brush of the tip against my finger. And then I like push the side of my head and I can feel it touching my skull. Like my jaw. I can feel the little rubber piece touching my bone jaw. And you jumped out of the plane. Then I jumped, yeah, and then I died. <laughs> and now I'm a ghost. Okay. Uh, and so I like pushed the, the, the flight attendant button. And this is a international airline, so the flight attendant does not speak English. Oh, uh, that's illegal. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm kind of like, I'm kind of going like, um, where we got to build that fucking wall. <laughs> Around planes. Around planes, not, not a country. Uh, so I'm kind of like miming. So it's like uh, tweezers. I need. Is there a first aid kit with tweezers? I have something in. I'm pointing to my ear, and she kind of like looks at me and then goes back to the little flight attendant area, and they're like, they're like. She's. I can see her talking to the other flight attendants, and he wants me to kiss his ear. I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, American pervert. I. What do I? <laughs> um, and then so they should. You know, she finally kind of comes and gets me and brings me back, and I'm kind of explaining this to to a group of flight attendants, um, who uh, who all I feel like think I might be insane. Mm-hmm. There's something in my head, you know, like I don't like it just sounds like the complaint of a crazy person. Mm-hmm. So finally, uh, you know, somebody has a pair of tweezers and they're all kind of standing around me and she's going in my ear with the tweezers and just kind of coming out with nothing and shrugging. It's like there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing. And then I take the tweezers from her and I get in there and I can feel I can feel it catching on stuff, but it's just ear hair. I'm pulling out ear hair and then I finally get a little bit of it and I bre- I just yank it out and we all go yay and then I went back to the seat and she brought me a free cookie box oh that's oh, nice that was nice that's so kind of her man and when I that's um, why we gotta build that wall yeah for more cookies and then I I remember when it was in there like thinking about what's going to happen to me and I pushed the little button on the screen for how much time is left in the flight Eight hours. Oh, Jesus. So, like, what happens? Do I just go deaf if what this about, is in there? What about those people? There's a whole class of people who go on airplanes with a cold, and then when they land, their ears have exploded, and then they never hear again. Hmm. That, I don't think is that ha- That shit happened to Jill Scott. And she never heard again, or it She got healed. the finest medical care available. You can, when you, if you burst an eardrum, it can heal. She, well, she healed that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we agree. <laughs> um, I had a friend in college who uh, I was pretty cool in punk rock. Mm-hmm, and we go mm-hmm. to cool punk rock mm-hmm, shows, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but we were also poor, so we wouldn't uh, buy earplugs. Yeah. Um, so at the cool punk rock shows, some forty-one, y- the Offspring. Uh, no, doing uh, cool stuff. Okay. <laughs> I have Eliza and I have uh, have compared punk rock childhoods before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hers is. so so much more credible than mine. Um, Hers is so much more credible than mine. It's like a DC area Right, sort DC, of hardcore, yeah, matinee. Like, like growing out of Fugazi sure. kind of stuff. Like, we, like snap case. It's angular. It's more yeah. angular. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like emo hardcore, but yeah. like emo, not, not like how not you like, know no, it. Not. It's like more like yelling about feelings. Um, mm-hmm. So they would, uh, we would make earplugs, like makeshift earplugs out of um, toilet paper from the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that apparently some of the I think the, I, I think of this as like the guys thing, but I'm maybe some women were doing it too. Would like wet the uh, paper with wet the toilet paper. I would just like kind of make a little earplug and mm-hmm. shove it in there. And I guess they would wet it and put it in there. No, you gotta wet the paper. I guess. Um, and one of my friends um, was having a hard time hearing, 
And he went to the doctor and was like, I can't hear out of this ear. And the doctor looked in there and was like, um, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and pulled out like months it's like ooh, of, of makeshift earplugs. Yeah, that had just like compacted and compacted into like a gross paper mache inside of his ear hole. Oh, boy. Yeah. So don't do that, kids. Don't do that. Spring for the Spring earplugs. for the plugs. Spring for those nice orange plugs. Mm-hmm. So I mention this because on uh, – so I had claimed that not enough – that no one had ever called in with a thing lost up their butt. I okay. think is what the to, claim I to make. To your show specifically. Yeah. Okay. That, that would be momentous if you lost something inside of you. Mm-hmm. You should call momentous occasions when that happens because someone did call that number and it was the first time. Mm-hmm. Apparently many people have called in <laughs> – on that subject over the years. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to this show. I don't care for it. <laughs> um, but uh, apparently I was wrong about that. I misremembered. Some folks uh, were kind enough to point that out. Uh, and then it turned into a list of everything that people had lost inside themselves. And you're going to freestyle wrap it? Starting <laughs> from Joe's... <laughs> Your name is Jesse, and you're here to read things people have found in their butts. Good first shot. Sure. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll fix that in post. Um, I'm saving my bars for Funk Flex. Mm. Um, so, I mean, it's like, you know, Joe lost a Mardi Gras bead, and two different and people- that's not the thing that Joe needs. Found <laughs> pebbles, in, lost pebbles in their ear. Mm-hmm. One guy said he had a pebble in his ear for 11 years. Whoa. My mom had a bug in her ear. <laughs> okay. So one person said a, an earwig crawled. This is Alex. He said, an earwig once crawled into my ear in the middle of the night. I was certain it was all a dream until it fell out a year later. Yeah, that means a past lover is still in love with you. Oh. If an earwig goes in your ear? Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. like a Victorian superstition? No, I'm just deciding that. That makes you feel better about <laughs> it. It tracks. It, it tracks. Right? If it happens, you'd be like, oh, no. Oh, but wait. Ooh. He's still thinking about me. <laughs> sure. Anyway, I want to know what you have lost inside you. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Confidence. have had direct mm. experience with the loss of. So that means maybe you're a medical professional mm. and you helped extract something or Call you on saw it. something on uh, when the doctor shoved the x-ray up into the x-ray viewer machine. It's like, oh, well, there's a yeah. example I'm reading here, a carabiner. I'd say extra points for something that fell in during surgery. A carabiner is wider at the base than it is at the right. Is it? I think it has a slim end and a not slim end. Yeah. So do you think they put it in the backwards or the wrong way around? (sighs) Only one way to find out. (laughs) Yeah. Can you get us some carabiners, Brian? (laughs) I was going to say we (laughs) should listen to the call. Oh, got it. So give us a call at 206-984-4FUN or email us at jjgo at maximumfun.org. Feel free to include, I guess, photographs. Extra points if it fell into a surgery or if it's a junior mint. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt about that. One. Give us a call if you've worn a puffy shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a call about nothing. Sure. A call I about mean, nothing. That's essentially what it, they all are, right? Yeah. Give us a call if you're a little racist looking back at you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Like medium. Not. Yeah. Not. Just like not a deal breaker, no but white people in your world, right. except for caricatures, sure. yeah, like who, only, who are bad and annoying, who yeah. are who annoy like, you. There are white caricatures, but 
There's but not only much, white caricature. Yeah, but that's your main life. It's yeah. just a bunch of white caricatures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, whatever it is lost, I don't want my brother's sister. You have to have been in directly involved. So you have to have touched the thing? You either put it there, Whoa. got it put there, okay. or took it out, Yikes. or helped take it out. Oof. Okay. What if it just melted? <laughs> or it happened to your mom or dad. Wow. I'll also okay. include moms and dads. Mm. Or your children. Family friendly. It basically, if your child put something in somewhere, you did it. This is a, That's your fault. This is you're a, a bad wide parent. net. We should be getting a lot of calls. Yeah. Mm. 206-984-4FUN or JJGO at MaximumFun.org. Now, when something momentous happens to you, like you pull a carabiner from a butt, we ask that you call us. That number again, 206-984-4FUN, for our beloved signature segment, Momentous Occasions. Briefly forgot what it was called, but I, I remembered it again. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Jordan, Jesse, and yes. Uh, calling in a momentous occasion. I went to an insane clown posse concert last night um, and had a very deep conversation with Violent J, uh, one of the two fellas from the band. Uh, I'll leave details out, but suffice it to say, he's a complicated dude, super nice dude, and uh, I don't know if this makes me a juggalo now, but uh, if it does, then whoop whoop. Thanks, no. bye. Whoop whoop indeed. Whoop whoop, madam. I, uh, a hearty whoop whoop to you and yours. I was uh, on the internet, just putzing around the other night, I watched a long video uh, that a rapper named R.A. the Rugged Man uh, did talking about uh, wh- what a beautiful experience he had touring with the Insane Clown Posse briefly and uh, how while Juggalos were not hip-hop fans, uh, they were good people who had been very notably kind to him and he had never been in such like a warm, beautiful place huh. as touring with uh as touring with the insane clown posse. Not the the angle we've heard from anyone. Before. Yeah, not the not the Tila te- Tila Tequila reports. <laughs> no, no, sure. no. Um To but- be fair, could it have just been they happened to have been hurling feces? And she had walked on stage. Maybe it wasn't at her that they were right. hurling the feces. I mean, it I've heard just... from other people also some sure. some intense uh, uh, unpleasantness at their shows. It's an it's an interesting situation that this caller finds herself in, which is mm-hmm. um, which is seeming like she just happened upon a ticket. Yeah. Now I feel like I have gone to some shows like that where a friend has an extra ticket, but what'd you see? Oh, you know, Sifjan Stevens. Oh, well, that's something that I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm not a huge fan of this. This will probably be a fun evening. Sure. But yeah. maybe we'll sing those great Christmas tunes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, Enjoy the, those. What was it, States? Did you do the States? Yeah, yeah. he kind of bailed just, on that, right? Yeah, yeah he bailed I mean, on that pretty much immediately, states. didn't he? A lot of, there's a, states. T- he maybe said he was going to write an album about every state before looking into how many states there were. Yeah. So, T- to be fair, he said it in the early 19th century, so there were many fewer states That's then. That's true. Yeah, there was like seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, he focused on those nice elf songs. I had that happen with uh, Jamiroquai, and it oh. led to a, a pretty deep Jamiroquai hole for me. Okay. Yeah. So maybe Jamiroquai is one of those things where like you, see you don't live see it until like, you see it whoa. live. 
this is uh, my jam. All of it. My jam, Iroquois. Where do you see a Jamiroquois? Where's he playing these days? Uh, uh, that's not a him. You're thinking of JK, the front man of Jamiroquai. Oh, is Jamiroquai a band? Yeah. Just I thought like, it was the guy with just the like, hat. Just like Sade. No. The huh. Sade is also a band. The guy, huh. uh, yeah, uh, the guy huh. is a guy. The guy's um, a guy. They're playing Coachella. Okay. I, know that. I noticed that in the listing and I was like, <laughs> do I need to go to Coachella now? <laughs> well. I think I might have to go to Coachella this year. Um, yeah, I saw him play in New York, I think at like Roseland. Okay. And uh, yeah. Blown was, away. Yeah, it was my high school boyfriend had a friend in town who had a free ticket and he was like, will you go with my friend? And I was like, uh, all right, whatever. And as I said, I was like a punk kid, punk sure. hardcore kid. Sure. So I'm like, Jamiroquai. Mm-hmm. I'm not like that. And then I was like, I love it. And yeah, maybe there's, a, maybe, there's a, maybe there's a dark corner I can smoke in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamiroquai are frankly pretty good. They're amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was I was really into it, and then my high school boyfriend got mad at me for uh, after the show. I was like, "Bye, dude!" And I guess didn't make out with his friend, and so that was a weird aspect. Oh, that mm. is very weird. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't know that was part of this. Are you sure this was your high school boyfriend and not your pimp? Um, no, because my pimp called me later and was like, I have work for you. I, I, my pimp was like, I'm going to take care of this high school boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. No, my pimp just mostly sends me on voiceover auditions. Right. I, is my uh, agent, sure, not a pimp. Sure. I, uh, I had this, oh my God, they're so good experience. I've talked about it on the show, but with Scorpions, the, uh, the, the, the band Rocky behind like Rocky Like a Hurricane, oh. they've got other songs. Yeah. Are they all in German? Uh, yeah, they are. Well, yes. <laughs> Maybe something you don't quite get from Rocky Like a Hurricane, yeah. thick German accents. Okay. And stage patter leads me to believe that they... They maybe like memorize the songs phonetically. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah. That means they're committed to their to their audience. But yeah, I have definitely, I've definitely thrown on a little Scorpions on the old Apple Music, mm-hmm. uh, pretty regularly since that show. I think the moral of this call and our experiences is: be careful who you see play live. Yeah, because they'll be great. You might accidentally get into them. Yep. Yeah. Can I recommend anybody who gets invited to a fucking Usher concert, whether or not you Ooh. even like one Usher song? Why would you not like them all? Go to that. I'm not that big of an Usher fan. What? But um, but I went to the Usher concert. That shit was dope. He's amazing. That shit was dope as fuck. Uh, I worked with him on Drop the Mic. Look at that tiny little Michael Jackson. Uh, I worked with him, and when he showed up, he didn't like the verse that we had, the verses we had written for him, and he had rewritten them himself and didn't like his verses either. <coughs> so it became a whole day of me sitting in a room with Usher rewriting oh, oh, hell yes. raps. And and just like pitching ideas at him to the point where I started making fun of him to him, oh, and wow. like making Usher laugh at roasts about him was like one of the highlights of my life. Oh what did, my what's God. the like joke zone about Usher? What do you mean? Uh, like you know, if you were to make fun of like Jay Z, you'd be like, oh, not attractive enough for Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, release that album on a phone. <laughs> Old. You know, huh? Old. I would say the classic, old. the classic hip hop insults of Jay Z. Old looks like a camel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Is, what are the? What are the Usher salts? Um, it's it's like not basically for all of the insults. It's whatever you want to be. You're not enough of that. So for him, it's like he wants to be sexy. Like you're not as sexy as. Okay. Me. Like you're not actually sexy. I think we had a couple burns in there about chili, um, which I think actually <laughs> might have made him feel bad because um, I think they had a chance. Yeah. I think they were like they could have gone oh, the distance, and, okay. you know. Everything, so many things got in the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 mostly sexy stuff, 
and maybe some maybe some song like a lot of puns about his songs. Um, but he was making fun of Anthony Anderson, so I was mostly pitching him jokes about Anthony Anderson and uh, how goofy he looks. Sure, and I think and Usher my, had a good time about that. <laughs> my greatest fear, based on looking back at this Usher experience, is that I would get invited to a Bruno Mars concert. There's no way I would go to that and not enjoy it. I mean, you would. That's all he is. He's the most amazing performer working currently. He's exactly he's exactly the most entertaining human being in the world. That said. I can't stand him. Makes me completely insane. What? It's just a total nightmare. Why? What can you not stand about him? Do you not like songs that are perfect for having sex at picnics? Because <laughs> that's all his music. <laughs> Janine, Janine Brito, past guest on this program, beloved stand-up comedian. Close, tight friend of mine. Uh, wrote a tweet that said, Bruno Mars is like Prince if Prince was born and raised in a Target. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's I, I just feel like I, we're not. I don't want to get too deep into it, other than to say, I don't care for him oh, or do his not music. Like, uh, products that are perfect and accessible, and yet elevate your life and make you feel stylish and sexy. Because that's Bruno Mars, and make you feel like you're having sex, but looking out for ants at the same know, time. I don't know about you, but for me, that's what I like. Mm-hmm. I mean, thank you. That was a great reference. You guys missed. What was it? That's what I like. Oh, that is good. Thank you. Yeah. Can we, hey guys, can we anyway, wrap this up? I need is... to go uptown funk. Good, good. <laughs> yes, yeah. it wasn't as good. It wasn't know. as good. No, it was good. It was good enough that, I don't know, it uh, makes a dragon want to retire. I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, no. Guys. That is one of my favorite lines, though. <laughs> I'm a lesser lakeside. I like the band Lakeside, mm-hmm. but a little less mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Just a little less good. Mm-hmm. I'm a significantly worse Michael Jackson, mm. notably. She really loves Bruno Mars. I love Bruno Mars. But here's the thing. He I, I also like pudding. Is it difficult to eat? No, but I, I love it. I'm not an Is idiot. Is it challenging me? No, but I, I love it. I understand that if I watch Bruno Mars perform okay, live well, for an the, hour, okay. there's is no way can, I can Is this a that. can of pudding or is this oh, a... Oh, you're fancy. See, there you go. You guys get together with your we're too good for pudding and Bruno Mars. <laughs> And I'll be enjoying my life. Mm, you know, it's good banana pudding. Mm, nah. I guess I'm thinking okay, of well. a can. If you use a can of pudding, sometimes a little the cap comes Eliza off. is literally <laughs> turning against pudding here. Mm, I mean, when I said pudding, I didn't mean banana pudding. Got it. Okay. Mm, sure. I, I meant understand. butterscotch, chocolate. I understand. All the rest of them. Let's take another call. Oh, wow. Hi, Jordan and Jesse. This is Don in Milwaukee. I have a moment of shame. Um, a couple days ago, uh, my back went out while I was wiping, and uh, I immediately shot straight up. I could not finish wiping. My pants were around my ankles. Um, and so I shuffled around the house and uh, got a duvet cover and wrapped that around my body. This is while my roommate was uh, banging his lady friend. So I don't know if my yelp was just drowned out by her screams of passion or if they were just ignoring me but um it took about four or five hours before i could actually fall onto the bed um and then i had to wait another couple hours until my wife got off work to uh put real pants on but i i think i hit a new low if i hurt myself wiping my butt can i tell you guys something yes i've been married now for 
I don't know how long. Eight years 14. or something. Oh, I mm-hmm. thought it was 14 years. Eight or nine years. I don't know. I think it's 14. My wife and I have been together for 19 years. Mm-hmm. It's almost 20. Um, we share a great love, a tremendous love. I absolutely would leave work if she wanted to put pants on but couldn't. If she called me desiring pants but unable to don them, I'd cut out early or excuse myself for an extra long lunch break that actually would be a helping my wife put pants on break. Well, did he say what his wife does for a living? Because you do have the type of job where you could do that, and there are some type of jobs where... That's true. She could be a surgeon. Yeah, she could be ER in doctor. surgery. Mm-hmm. She could be president of the United States. Yeah, maybe she's president. <laughs> and she couldn't go... Sure. She couldn't cut out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. I do remember being in a being in a relationship. God, what was... You know, a decade or so ago when I used to do that. And um, I had uh, food poisoning... And realizing, like, oh, I, I need to have – my boyfriend has to come home. Yeah. I need to have help. I am poisoned. This is being poisoned. Um, after having a few hours of, like, I can figure it out. I can't move, but I can figure it out. And realizing, like, oh, that's what partnerships are for. Right. People changing their plans so that they can help you. Is it – should a married couple have a roommate that's banging? I don't know. Was that weird to anybody You think else? they should have I, a whack roommate? Yeah, who's not banging? <laughs> yeah. Damn. No, I mean, I would Y'all I roommate could see, be banging. I could see I know a lot of people a... who've lived with married couples. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, it always sounds like a nightmare to me. Sure. But, like, people do it. Okay. I mean, yeah. Well, anyway. There, there's just no equanimity. There's no, like, you got no chance in that kind of household. Right, yeah, I guess. always going to be two against one. Sure. Or you're you're fucking with a relationship. That's something Something yeah. that I have learned, I think. It's going to lead to an uneven chore wheel, is yes. I think what you're saying. There are people in the world, and this is something that is, I still grapple with every day, mm-hmm. who don't combination fear resent everyone they meet. Mm. So, for me, I think the idea of living with any more people than is strictly necessary in any situation is abhorrent. Mm-hmm. Even if it's someone wonderful. Mm-hmm. My friend Nathaniel that I lived with my senior year of college. Nathaniel's a joy. First thing I wanted to do was get as far away from all other... I've, I've been in love with... I was in love with my wife six years before... Five years before we even lived in the same room with each other. Because I, it took me that long to convince myself that it would be okay for other people to be around making decisions. But I think there are people who enjoy it. That's true. I, I have long enjoyed living on my own. Um, I've lived by myself for a very long time with like a brief window where I lived with a boyfriend who was then a fiancé, who was then a nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the way things go. <laughs> um, but – I remember when I first started coming out to L.A. to visit L.A., I would stay with friends and I would go back to New York and be like, oh, man, L.A. is great. In L.A., in L.A., when you wake up, like people are like making breakfast and like making making pancakes and stuff. <laughs> the and, whole city. And, and, and they, like you talk about things, you have coffee together. And then at the end of the day, when you come home in L.A., um, people talk about stuff and you're like sharing what happened. You like watch TV together. L.A. is great. Oh, that's not L.A. Maybe I want to live with people. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe that's the okay thing. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy like traveling with friends and so like having that in a uh, a finite amount, but I do still for me living on my own is a lot more about 
I'm a bad roommate and mm. don't want that to weigh on my relationships with other people. I am just terrified after several years of living alone that I am so weird now. Yeah, <laughs> I have right? no way to judge how weird I am because I suspect that I am very weird. You're going to have For to put sure. in a camera system, but the honest truth is, Jordan... That's weird in and of itself. Sure, yeah. I guess I could live stream my life and, and crowdsource this to the internet. But what if you throw your back out while you're wiping? Yeah. And then you have to hobble around in a comforter cover. Well, at least someone would hear his yelp. Mm. That's true. I think I, in that situation, I die in three days. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately, Caddy's by the my way, face. Yep. as soon as he said well, that, the, probably start with your butt. that the, <laughs> that the banging couple didn't hear his yelp, I immediately imagined that his response to this situation was to write a negative review on Yelp. Of the duvet cover. And hope someone would message him back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) People just were like, oh, this is a funny one. Yeah. (laughs) Like, liking the response. Sure. It's his version of of when... uh, DJ Khaled was trapped on that jet ski. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, this is the famous Snapchat thing. He was he had a, his jet ski ran out of the gas and he Snapchatted it until someone saved him. Oh, yeah. I know about that. You know, he's like uh, the newest spokesman for is it Jenny Craig? Oh, that's fun. Jenny Craig or, or Weight Watchers? Watch. It might have been Weight Watchers. One, one of the two, but whatever. Hey, fellas, he's got those points. No shame. Yeah, this is a point system. Yeah. Get with get with Jenny. Mm-hmm. How many points is a bottle of champagne anyway? <laughs> Uh, don't you feel like I feel like Khaled? If you're if you're DJ Khaled, put yourself in those shoes. What do you think? Three bottles of champagne a day? Yeah, I mean, unless it's your cheat day. Well, wait, are you recording or is this like? Are you in the studio? No, I don't think you're necessarily in the studio at that moment. Does he even particularly go in the studio? Yeah, of course he does. He has to um, yell, yell his yeah. catchphrases before the exactly. rappers rap. He has to, he has to get on, and be like Major Key. I'm um, still famous. If you have That's another one, if you've got that kind of record producer lifestyle and you're watching your points, mm-hmm. do you, do you think it benefits you to sneakily switch out the champagne with Martinelli's? Interesting. I would, Ooh, ju- I would have just thought a drier be- champagne. Yeah, because the Martinelli's that might get you tootin'. No, and yeah. You're Might get you the Martinelli toots. <laughs> yep. You're going to end up with a lot of Which is my points. burlesque name is Martinelli toots. Oh, I would see that show. And I hate burlesque. <laughs> <laughs> you got a little, little sequin bowler, right? Yeah, right. I have a little <laughs> sequin bowler and a uh, little apple pasties. Ooh. And uh, then my Ooh. skirt blows up Yikes. because of toots. A little keyboard tie. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. If you're D- I dance only to Rick Springfield songs. <laughs> <laughs> if your DJ Khaled or something is momentous ha- has happened to you, give us a call, 206-984-4FUN. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. And together, we host a podcast called Still Buffering, where we answer questions like, Why should I not fall asleep first at a slumber party? How do I be fleet? Is it okay to break up with someone using emojis? And sometimes we talk about butts. No, we don't. Nope. (laughs) Find out the answers to these important questions and many more on Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am a teenager. And... I was two.
Butts, 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 butts. No. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Eliza Skinner, clankety car. Sorry, I started laughing at something that Eliza said right before I started <laughs> this segment. Eliza says a lot of funny stuff. We were talking oh, about stop. who going. actors that could do a rom-com, even if you wouldn't think they would normally do yeah. a rom-com. And there are a lot that I would like to see, but also mostly because I would enjoy the failure of it. Yeah. Like, not LeVar least- Burton. <laughs> For instance, he could do it. He could do. It. I'm talking he about right now. Right now, soft. Yes, 65 Absol- year old. Absolutely, a late in life rom com with Levar Burton. Oh, that like a Nora, tickets. like a Nora Ephron thing. Yes. He's got a nice kitchen. Yes, get beautiful him on the Hallmark island. Channel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could definitely see the Hallmark Channel. See, shit. see, the he gets a Christmas gets. puppy from Dean Kane. Ah. Yeah, he's not good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, um, is he a is he a bad? A little bit. Oh, okay. Mm. Let's replace Dean Kane in my goof with oh I don't know I was <laughs> I was about to say Kurt Cameron but I'm like whoops. <laughs> 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 who are the non bads who could be in a Hallmark Channel movie? Wow. Luke Perry. Sure. Luke Perry. Yes. Give it to Luke Perry. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, yeah, it's just a lot of those action guys that can't really cross over. Even some of the ones that supposedly can can't. Like, I don't know. Your Ben Affleck's and your Matt Damon's. Sure. Are they rom com fellas? I don't know. I mean, Geely. Geely. Oh come on. Now. For instance. I mean, come on now. Come on. I mean, who are the rom com fellas besides Hugh Grant? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a, it's a genre that is now relegated to your Hallmark channels. We mm-hmm. haven't had that. We haven't had that uh, pretty woman style movie in a while. Michael Sheen is he in rom coms? I think he's yes. He was in Home Again with uh, Reese Witherspoon, but he was a bad guy. He was her ex husband. Mm. That the young boys who lived with her were like, "You deserve better than her." Come <laughs> on, I mean him. Deserve better than him. Where'd my shirt go? Whoa, yeah, fully. Um, yeah. What about the Beeper King from 30 Rock? Oh, that guy, sure. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. hey, dummy, I love you. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <just> hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's like a weird challenge Dennis. for a lot of, a lot of male leading men. Like, I mean, John Hamm could do that. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. But, like, I mean, and he's done it in the past, but, like, play it seriously, not as a joke thing and not as an over-intense thing. Mm-hmm. Just be yeah. a normal man. I feel like if I was- John Ham, normal man. Yeah, if I was on his team, I'd be like, that's the next area for you to conquer, buddy. Yeah. Conquer I feel like man. Ham wants to do a bit, mm-hmm. and that's fine because he is impressively good at it considering how handsome but he is. But if there's no bit, he's he'll also, he'll go hard on the intensity. But, yeah, but what I would like to see, I agree, I would like to see him- Simply using his natural charms mm-hmm. for uh, to create a pleasant vibe mm-hmm. for the community. I did. He did a bit of it with uh, friends with child, friends with kids. Friends oh with yeah, sure, I remember that. But he was like a side character. Sure, I feel like down the middle, man. You know what? Harry listen, Connick Jr. It. Listen, there's probably some showbiz people listening. Sure, I think they're very influence. into this podcast. Uh, of course. I mean, listen, if there's one thing my career has benefited from, it's this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So many doors wide open. Every time I do it, I get just a stack of sitcom scripts. I mean, when I'm like, please, what character do you want to play? And I'm like, none of them. Wait, are and, you Jordan Morris? 
the podcaster? And yeah, and it's definitely like so, when I something I find that when I go into like showbiz meetings, sure. which I have all the time, two or three times. How a else year. are you going to get bottles of water? <laughs> Fiji, smart. I'll take them all. Oh, uh, I what I find is when I go into a showbiz meeting, people definitely have heard of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they really sure, have. Sure, sure, they sure, definitely sure. have. Yeah. People are excited to meet. I, I mean. I know. You can tell me if you had this experience. Someone says, oh, are you Jordan Morris? They mm-hmm. say, yes. You, you say, yes, I am. You're the podcaster. And you say, yes. And they say, what's Mike Mitchell really like? <laughs> well, yeah. um, taller than you'd think, yeah. I'll say. Uh, so, yeah, if there's showbiz people listening, and I know you are, I think what we would like to prepare for you is – a rom, a romantic comedy, maybe for the Hallmark Channel, maybe for theaters, yeah. wherein John Hamm and mm-hmm. LeVar Burton, 69. Yeah. Brian, check to make sure that they're both 18. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Coming this Christmas. Yeah, sort of a sort of a, a sexier twist on um, Grace and Frankie. Yeah, sexy. Grace. Yeah, I don't sure. Which name goes first? Yeah. Yeah. Late in life. Late in awakening. Life. Sure, they get a they get a cabin. Mm, right, Wait, but there's, is, and there's that... a pillow at either end of the bed, not two at the same time. <laughs> They're, <laughs> They're like, like well, how do you sleep like this. I, we can't certainly can't move these pillows. Right, let's just sure. call it a night, and we'll figure it out in the morning. Yep, and then broke back fever. Right to sixty nine, and isn't this the movie Gods and Monsters? Uh, no, I feel like there's more of an age discrepancy in Gods and Monsters. Mm, okay. But besides that, yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, how old is how old is uh, like, Ham's nineteen, right? Yes, I hope so. Or so else how old? My remarks will be creepy. Uh, Burton is eighty-eight. Okay, so it's a little discrepancy there. Mm, it's not the same. We'll probably Got have it. to check on heights. Mm. Heights is also a yeah. Where do you in. place the pillows? Sure. Could Brandon Fraser be in this at all? I, I'd put him in everything, but he'd have to wear a piece. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Like a cod piece? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> you don't want people seeing that. It's too much for a mainstream audience. <laughs> At least a dancer's cup. Yes. So Minimum here. A so here. So here's cup. if I'm. If I'm. <laughs> if we don't want to picturing full, this movie correctly. It's Merchant of no Venice or whatever. Lavar Burton. And John A. for 69 to get a cabin. Like old dogs. Door bursts open. Yeah. Brendan Fraser slams the door behind him. Yeah. Impressive shot of his piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, guys. Stop 69ing. We've got a mummy to kill. <laughs> and it's in the mummy universe. Yep. Uh, fun fact. It's Sorry, not, dark universe. It's not Billy Zane playing the mummy, even though a lot of people think that it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> the, mummy, the mummy actually plays himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's blurred out for, for uh, young audiences. <laughs> but yeah, there's an extended scene of him playing himself. Man, <laughs> this sounds... This sounds super sensual, mm-hmm. yes. a lot of fun, and surprisingly moving. Yeah. I think we've got a green light here, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm green lighting it. Yay. Well, yay. <laughs> Let's get them all on the phone. We're joining the Dark Universe family. Uh-huh. Let's give it a podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Eliza Skinner, it's been a delight to have you oh, here. Oh, thank you. Eliza, you're always a, a joy to follow on Twitter, at Eliza Skinner. That's me. Uh, a lot of fun humor to be had there. Oh, thanks. I tried to put that out there. I recommend people check out at Eliza Skinner on Twitter. Hey, same to you. Uh, but I, I also love it when people go see uh, the brilliant stand-up comedy of Eliza Skinner, not just at SF Sketchfest, but around the world. Cool. Do it. And... Uh, 
You know, you can also sing those songs. So go I ahead and do I'm do that whenever. I got a show coming up. When does this come out? Uh, this will be Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday. I mean, for LA area listeners, I got a show coming up next Thursday, the 11th, at uh, the Virgil, where I'll be doing stand up and improvised songs. There so we go. I'll be doing go. both of those things you mentioned at the same show. That's what's up. Yeah, it's an extended set. What, proportion, me. what proportion of the songs would you say are about fat cats? Almost none of them, unless there's a fat cat there in the audience. Mm-hmm. Then I'll interview him and then do a lot of talking about treats. Excuse me, folks. I can't help but notice that we have Senator Orrin Hatch oh, in, the okay. front, in the front row. No, no, no. Not any kind of uh, uh, corporate, co- fat, corporate cat, fat cat. Sure. Just actual fat cats. Oh. Yeah, I like, like to talk they... to them about yarn and where they like sitting. <laughs> and what, do they prefer sitting on pants or on papers? <laughs> sure. Or an Amazon box that just came in. Oh, boy. Well, it's always going to be that. <laughs> Yeah. That's an option. Can yeah. I can I make a recommendation? <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't say the word sunbeams or they'll never shut up. Oh, jeez. Mm. Okay. Trust me. I if know. you want to do anything else in the show, don't say the word sunbeams. Yeah, they got a lot of opinions. Yeah, or the two words sunbeams, whatever the case may be. <laughs> yeah, even say sun and they're like, are we talking beams? Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, no, I'm not thanks, the Oxford man. English Dictionary. <laughs> Ugh. Talking about chips. Yeah, no. sun chips. <laughs> sun chips. They Can I sleep in those? They're not as healthy as you think. No, they? they're not. Just eat regular chips. They're yeah. better. Yeah, come on. Yeah. You put on a show for somebody? Mm. Yeah. Eat your chips. Eat chips. The, the PC That's the police. Year, that's the year end. The, the year slogan. Eat your chips. Eat your eat chips. Eat your chips. <laughs> Say audience. Hard as a rock is wet as a river. Eat your chips. Eat your chips. <laughs> Smash the system. <laughs> Maxfunstore.com. It's where that T-shirt is. You can hashtag it JJGo on Twitter. If you're in the Bay, we'll see you at Sketchfest. And uh, I think that's it. That's it. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan, Jesse, Go. Bye. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.